what's up what it do we back at it again it's your boy ramon we are doing it we are attempting to do it today uh sorry about last week last week is a little rough for me i kind of i barely remember the episode i kind of recorded it in a sleep haze over two days so sorry about that hopefully y'all got some good movies out of it but uh yeah today uh once again, not too sure what we're going to cover. We're just going to bullshit and cover some stuff. i got a couple topics I'd like to talk to you all about and some hypotheticals, but uh, nothing too special. But yeah, just uh, actually having a pretty good day. It's Monday for me here, uh, even though it should be Wednesday when y'all are listening to this. Um, day was pretty good, man. Uh, weather was super cold today. It was weird. We had... Uh, we had overcast for the past three days here in Texas, about three days of overcast, about 70 degree weather. So it was actually really nice. Uh, and then, yeah, this cold front came in. So like the next week we got 40 to 50 degree weather, which I'm not complaining. I'm a little bigger, so I prefer the the cold weather, but definitely shocked me. I walked outside in a little jacket and shorts and was late for work. So I was like, well, I guess I'm going like this. And I work outdoors. So, yeah, it was, it was definitely cold. Um. But yeah, uh, talking about the weather, uh, had a pretty good weekend. Um, like I said, the weather was nice, so we were actually outdoors this weekend. We did, uh, here they did this, uh, it's not quite a barbecue cook-off. It's kind of a, it is a barbecue cook-off, but not really. It's more of a showcase, like just come and see what we have and then come to our local places. It's not, I, I'm sure they gave out trophies and prizes and stuff like that, but it wasn't specifically like a, a barbecue cook-off. But uh, here um, they do, they have this location that's basically half of it's a fairground with amusement park and, you know, rides, carnival rides, all that kind of stuff, corn dogs, all that stuff. And then the other half, well, I guess I should say half is again split in half between the carnival and uh the rodeo they have out there and then the other half was another center that does it's usually a parking lot it's usually part of the parking lot but they tend to do events there anyways this is where the barbecue was so it was pretty cool it was uh i'd never been to anything like this um it was 10 bucks a person you pay 10 bucks for parking uh 10 bucks 10 bucks a person and that got you into the barbecue event which also you could walk from there into the fair. So now you got into the fair for the $10, same price. And then if the rodeo is open, which it's open next week, the next two weeks, then you would go to all three at once, which is pretty fucking awesome for, for 10 bucks. So the way they were doing it was everybody had like these fenced in areas. Like you walk in, it's, it's, it's three major roads and then three roads cutting across them. Kind of like a, like a, uh, like a domino piece. With, you know, two rows on the outside and then three rows across it um, is basically how it was designed. And everyone had their own little thing set up. They had their own, like people were out there with their families. They had their own little smoke pits. They had their own, you know, barbecue shit going on to where it was just for whoever, like their family members or friends, whatever. They were, they were basically just getting drunk and barbecuing all day. So there was that going on. And then the perks of us going for your 10 bucks is you get everything's free. So it's, it's all based on donations, except for the fair, the fair, they don't even accept tips, which is crazy. But this place, the barbecue place is, is based on donations. So you would go up there and give them a dollar or two in the bucket. And they give you, you know, like a, a small poor boy sandwich, po' boy, sorry, sandwich or 
a rib. Or, you know, uh, the first one we went to, we didn't get to eat that much because we showed up. By the time we showed up, it was the, the end of the beginning rush of the barbecue. And then there was like a four-hour gap while they were still cooking for the second rush that was at six. And we left before that rush because it was so packed. So we got to get the tail end of everything. So we basically got uh, waited in a quick line. We got a, a cup. It was funny. They gave you a cup with, you know, brisket in it, which was good. And then we got like a little baby slider with some brisket in it from another place. And then we got uh, another place was letting you make your own stuff. So you basically just got a sandwich, like two pieces of bread, and they had cheese filled jalapeno sausage. So you just filled your, your thing however much you want with that. That was all right. If it wasn't for the barbecue sauce, I wouldn't have liked it because uh, the sausage itself was not that good for me. But I'm not the biggest sausage fan. Um, giggity. And then they also had the last thing we ate. We only ate four things. The last thing we ate, I believe, was um, we had the two sandwiches. Man, that might have been it. It might have just been the three things, which doesn't sound like much to go out there and only do those three things. But like I said, it was, it was a little weak. But when you add that with you've already paid for the fare and then if the rodeo was going on, you know, it, it would have been pretty, pretty sweet. And I had a good time because I like the fare. I like trash food like that. You know, I enjoy going to the fair and corn dogs and funnel cake and, you know, all that trash food that you shouldn't be eating and you're a thousand pounds heavier by the end of the weekend. But damn, that shit's good. So, yeah, we went, um, me and my brother went, did the barbecue thing, and then there was two more lines for barbecue. And fuck, they were like, it looked like it would take an hour. It looked like a line at Disneyland. It was so long and we were not, we're not drinking. So it's like the whole point of the thing is you get in line with a couple beers, you get drunk, you know, hammer your beers, gossip with your friends while you're waiting, however long, get your free barbecue, do it again, which is cool. But you know, I'm not a drinker anymore. So it's kind of hard to stand in line without being just absolutely bored. Plus I don't like killing hours like that. I could do so much more in an hour. Like I, I could go. Basically, we went to the fair from there, and there was so much more we could do in the hour over there than we could in the hour waiting that one line. Like, the fair, like, as soon as we got to the fair, it was wide open. Like, it took us less than two minutes to get. We immediately got two corn dogs, a drink, and then went to the next place, got fucking, I got street tacos, which is hilarious at a fair. Because I didn't, I wasn't quite hungry enough for the turkey leg. This was towards the end. And then uh, we did deep fried Oreos. Covered in powdered sugar and chocolate, which I never had before. Probably would never have again. Wasn't that impressed. Couldn't really tell it was an Oreo. All I could taste was chocolate. So I'm curious if I would have got it without the chocolate covering. If I would have tasted anything. Because you definitely can't taste the cream filling from an Oreo inside. And then the cookie was kind of just gone. So it was all right. I mean, it's nothing special. But uh, for me, at least. And then we did. Uh, man, we were grabbing fools. What else did we eat? We ate. Um. Fuck, I can't remember. I, I know I had something else. It'll come to me in a minute. But yeah, we basically went out there. We did we did two circles of the barbecue, smashing food, went to the fair, spent like 60 bucks at the fair on food because, of course, it, it was 25 bucks just for two corn dogs and a drink, which is whatever. I, I know how the fair works. I ain't tripping on, on the prices. I, it doesn't happen often, so I don't mind. And then, uh, yeah, we smashed all the food at the fair. The rides were super weak, and all the games were weak. Like, I like to play this ring toss game I always played as a kid uh, in Oklahoma. 
where you they have these knives stabbed into the table and you just throw these little red rings like they have for other games but this one you had to get them around the knife and then you got the knife so as a kid of course i'm like hell yeah i can play this game and get free knives uh, my dad would always get in trouble bringing me home to my mother she hated it but i loved it i still have some of those knives from back then but anyways they didn't have any of the cool shit like that so we didn't play anything we basically just circled twice and grubbed and tried not to eat more uh the only thing we didn't get to was the turkey leg like i said and the funnel cake which man that lady was pouring that funnel cake thick it looks so good but we were so full and then yeah we got lucky we bounced before the second crowd came because it was so fucking packed uh we left and all the ways coming in were completely smashed so bad that the lights would turn green and no one would move so I was like, oh, man, we had perfect timing, perfect fucking timing. So, yeah, it, it was a good time. Uh, never been to anything like that barbecue style wise before. So it was pretty cool. Um, here they they also do another thing um, that I been, went to years ago. It's it's kind of uh, I forgot what it was called, but it's basically the same concept to where you just pay the entry fee and then everything inside is free. But this one, instead of being food, it was all beer craft beer so you paid i think it was like 25 bucks a person and you literally just went up to it was 40 booths and the lines weren't really that long and you would just walk up there and they give you a little you know small dixie cup you know half like a you get the dentist's office which is not big but for free you know you could drink 40 of those and you'd be smashed so yeah you just walk around and you just go to these little lines and just get hammered and then you just give like a dollar here dollar there you know just it's all donations so it's pretty sweet uh but once again, at that point, I wasn't drinking. So being a DD at that kind of place was uh, a little mind numbing, if I uh, if I could say so. But yeah, good times. Uh, and then we went from there to fucking it, it was a badass day. Like I lounged till like noon. It was Saturday. It didn't work. Lounged till like noonish. Went there at like two. Got back home at like now I didn't sleep till noon. I lounged in the bed. I got up at like nine, but lounged till 12, did that till about five ish, six ish, came home, watched like half a movie. And then knowing I'm going to the movie theater at 1030 at night, I was like, well, I needed to take a nap. So that took like a two and a half hour nap. Fucking woke up super refreshed, went to the fucking uh, movie. The movie was fucking sick. Uh, Uncharted. If y'all haven't seen it, it's fucking sick. It's my PlayStation has the character on it. I have, the main slogan sick part uh sick parvis magna which is greatness from small beginnings in latin is the main theme of the video game which is what the movie is based on so it's like i'm definitely into to the to the uncharted genre and i'm ready for the the new movies to come out but i'm not trying to spoil anything but the, the movie was awesome it basically if you know anything about uncharted it followed game one i'm sorry it followed game it kind of followed game four, if I'm being honest, uh, which was the last game that came out. It kind of it had the like in the beginning, it started with a scene, you know, which is the main scene of the movie. And then it flashes back after it gave you a teaser that it flashes back to the guy being a kid, shows you a main scene of the kid. And then it flashes forward again back to the present time. And then now the rest of the movie, you're leading towards that original first scene you saw in the future. So, which is exactly how the game did it in, I want to say Uncharted 2 and Uncharted 4 did the same thing where, or might have been 3 or 4, but I know 4 did it. But you were on a train instead where you were like hanging off the edge of a train 
And then after five minutes of figuring out how to get on, get onto the train, the story went back to you being a kid, flashback to the middle, and then you work your way back to the end. So it was, it was an awesome movie. It was well done. Uh, I was mad at certain things before I saw the movie because the trailers, some of the characters looked off to me. Uh, they didn't have the right stuff, but the bonus scene at the end of the movie, when you wait for the trailers, when the trailer, en- or I'm sorry, when the, the credits roll and they give you the, almost every movie's doing bonus scenes now, which is awesome. Uh, they showed Mark Wahlberg's character and he actually looked correct. He, he had all the right outfits for Sully, the haircut, the mustache, the gun, the Hawaiian shirt. So, and it was very funny. I don't mind it being funny. Uh, the ending, I would have had maybe a little more of a treasure type hunt, not treasure hunt, but like a, another obstacle, mentally obstacle, you know, like a riddle to solve to get to the final thing, you know, the final climax of the show. But I just felt like it went a little fast towards the end at the very end. Like it was cool. And then the very end just punched the ending and you're like, here we are, we're done. So it was a little sad in that aspect, especially since I know how they can have some of the riddles go in the game or some of the, you know, some of the games, some of the things I had to solve in the game, like Aztec uh, trials, Egyptian safes, all those things have these weird, like safety catches and ways of dying, you know, acid and fucking rocks falling on you, just like Indiana Jones, things like that. So it's, it's cool to be able to, to to see that in a movie, which they did on to a certain extent, but I just feel like they kind of shortchanged us at the end. But, you know, it's definitely built up for more movies. I'm thinking they're probably going to do two or three. So, uh, you know, go check that shit out. I'm, I'm excited for that. But, uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm already ready to see it again. But now we got to gear up for um, – we got the Batmans out now, which I'll watch. But Robert Pattinson being Batman – like I gave in to Ben Affleck. Ben Affleck, I was the same way. I was like, get the fuck out of here. But he got thick for the role. He was correct, Batman. For he was the per- perfect bat character. F- God damn it, <laughs> he was the perfect actor to play that specific Batman because Batman was later in his years. He was a little thicker, put on some older weight. He's in his fifties. He's bruised. Ever just going out and doing the simple things leave his body broken. So. You know, Christian Bale started dealing with that towards the end of the the Batman franchise he did where he was getting older and it was like he needed metal parts just to hold his knee together so he could run around. So it's pretty, uh, pretty shitty when it gets to that point, but it's all good, man. It's all fun times over here. Um, Like I said, I definitely recommend checking out the Uncharted, the the Batman that's coming out, um, even though the damn Twilight guy, I keep coming back to it, but the damn Twilight guy is fucking Batman. uh, whatever. And then, uh, you know, we got that Morbius coming out, boy. Morbius is going to be legit. I just watched uh, Dracula Untold the other day. I've seen that movie like nine times. It's just those kind of vampire origin, Dracula origins kind of superhero stories are pretty interesting. And when we get closer to Morbius, and well, when, once we see Morbius, I, I'll talk a little bit more about it because Morbius is actually intertwined. Excuse me. Uh, if you don't know, Morbius is, is a vampire movie in the Marvel Universe towards the side uh, of the Marvel Universe. But it is intertwined because uh, it's Jared Leto is playing the vampire. But um, the way they have it set up now is it's going to be intertwined with the Spider-Man's uh, series and franchise. So... Uh, 
what was it? Uh, Michael Keaton, which played the original Batman in the 80s. Not the original Batman, but played one of the, the best Batman to me in the 80s next to Adam West. Um, he is rehashing his character from the first Spider-Man movie, The Falcon. The, the father that had the, the wingsuit. Not the first Spider-Man... Yes, the first Spider-Man with Michael Holland, the new Spider-Man genre. There's so many Spider-Mans. But yes, in that one, which he was defeated by Spider-Man at the end. But this is a kind of a prequel in Morbius to where he is in Morbius. So it links all the movies. So later Morbius. So basically, every movie when it comes out and it's the first time when you have... If you go see Incredible Hulk tomorrow, and it's the first time Incredible Hulk's came out. It's the first time... Iron Man's came out. So, you know, every movie, Captain America, all of them, the first time they come out, it's always an origin story. So we got to get through the origin story of Morbius. Once we get through the origin of Morbius, which is the first fucking movie, then the second movie, which I'm pretty sure he'll probably have a cameo, but the second movie, he'll he'll be able to be intertwined with Spider-Man. He might even show up, and then now you're talking Doctor Strange, all the Avengers shit intertwined. I mean, it could all be intertwined at some point down the future. I mean, you were talking 20 years of movies that could... You saw what they did with Marvel in the past 15 years, so you know they have an, another 20-year plan for where all this is leading, where Morbius is leading, all this. And then TV shows, uh, Hawk, Hawkeye, all this crazy. It's just so much to keep up with, but if you keep up with it in the beginning, it's pretty easy. And if, like I said, if you have any questions, holla at your boy. Uh, my memory when it comes to video games, movies, uh, celebrities, pop culture, stupid, stupid shit that it's never going to give me a head in life. I got you. It's in here. I know it all. Don't worry. But yeah, uh, th- those are kind of what I'm looking forward to. Um, like I said, we saw Jackass last week was pretty sick. I'm trying to think um, what else is coming out. Um Death on the Nile is already out, so that's another one I wouldn't mind going seeing. But I, I learned today that when it comes to HBO Max, if it's a uh, like Batman, the new Batman that came out is going to be for free on HBO Max. But a lot of these providers have to wait. They they came out with a new thing ever since the Black Widow situation, where basically you wait forty five days. So if a movie, if Batman came out today, forty five days from today, it'll be free on HBO Max. Because it is a Warner Brothers product, which is all, excuse me, all one big umbrella. Excuse me. Got the hiccups today. Too many words, not enough air. Um, so, yeah, since it's all under the umbrella of Warner Brothers and HBO Max and all this stuff, it should be all on there later. But uh, so which is interesting. So I'm waiting to see. I'm debating if I'm going to go to the theater, if I'm actually going to see it here. Uh, everybody wants to go see it in theater, so I probably will. But uh, my point being is the Death on a Nile is out and all these other movies are out. But I'm like waiting to see if they're going to be on providers because some of these things, I don't need to see Death on the Nile in the theater. It's it's the part two of the Murder on the Orient Ex- Express, which both of those are remakes of the 1950s movies, Death on the Nile and Murder on the Orient Express. So the remake was good. Um it was like a weird Mordecai vibe without Johnny uh, Johnny Depp, but uh, it kind of had that vibe. But the more it's one of those movies, uh, I liked it better the second time, liked it more the third time. The original I liked because I like the remake. So it's like same thing with Journey of the Center of the Earth, the uh, the time machine. And uh, 
there's so many of them. Any any of those movies, the the one with the monkeys, I can't think of right now. Planet of the Apes. Any of those movies, if you watch the remake first, like I'm big on nostalgia. So for me, I can watch the remakes first and then double back to the to the uh to the original. So if you haven't seen Journey to the Center of the Earth, the Brandon Fraser movie, the original one, bro, you're missing out. The I like to watch it from a critiquing aspect. I like to see like a lot of times I like to see how it was done. Like I sit there on the couch, I watch the movie and I'm like, how did when you see three people climbing into a cave towards the center of the earth, I wonder how did they film that? Are they in a warehouse? Are they on a slanted treadmill of sorts that allows that or steps you know escalator that allows them to look like they're walking down like what kind of like just the whole environment it's like man on the moon not the movie man on the moon but the uh the original movie from like the 1908 1908 one of the first ever films in black and white was uh what was it cheese on the moon or whatever the fuck i can't remember what it's called but basically they shot a bullet it looked like a bullet but it was full of aliens or humans inside the bullet and it landed the moon had an a face eyes and a mouth and a tongue and it was smiling and it landed in its eye and then it looked like cheese so i've seen movies i think it's bridge to terabithia bithia or bithia bridge to terabithia that's what it is i think that movie actually has it in there it has the whole like hidden footage how it was done so it, that kind of shit is very interesting to me. So I like watching these older movies to kind of get the vibe of what's going on. So when you watch something like Journey to the Center of the Earth, it's so crazy to see the acting and and how things were done. And and back then in the 50s, like these movies, they seem silly and lame and over the top. But like Mark Wahlberg now is Mark Wahlberg. The Rock is The Rock. You know, they are what they are. But back then, they would have needed to be a singer, a dancer a choreographer, uh, a stuntman, a fucking ballerina, an actor on top of it, a a thespian, like whatever. Like, well, thespian is a fucking actor, but um, they would need to be all these things just to do a role. And now it's like, no, just Bruce Willis, go be, wake up and go be Bruce Willis. He doesn't have an accent. He doesn't change anything. The Rock, I don't think The Rock has ever done a movie once where he has an accent. I think he did that one movie, Be Cool, with John Travolta which was good. It was part two to get shorty. It was the second version of that, um, which actually I really like be cool. But uh, yeah, he did like a gay act, gay accent. That was about the only acting I did. So it's like watching these guys now and watching the older movies. I have such a more like nostalgic respect for these older movies compared to the shit we have now. The shit we have now is cinema, cinema, cinematography, I guess, cinemat. Ah cinematically i guess is the word cinematically so filmed awesome like they are filmed visually everything is fucking so amazing but the acting most of the time is generic and basic compared to the 50s some of the stuff i saw back in the day these guys were singing they'd be on the table dancing they're running around they're acting not even out of breath playing a trumpet piano fucking climbing to the third the other video the guy was up to the third floor doing some weird shit running back down the first floor up to the third like all this crazy shit like and he was a basic actor like that's the crazy part like these guys are basic actors and now our basic actors do the bare minimum and they're billionaires like it's fucking crazy but anyways i 
I don't even know where I started, but I kept veering and veering. So here we are. Welcome to my brain. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen Journey to the Center of the Earth, fucking check out 1953, 1956 version, I believe. The first 20 minutes are slow because they're not actually into the center of the earth. But once they get to the center of the earth, it's super interesting. Visually, it's crazy. Same thing with the Time Machine. Fucking Time Machine is my shit. The remake from 2000 with Pierce Brosnan from like 2005 or whatever was the shit. I watch it every time it comes on TV. Now, the original is fucking good, too. The the original is sick. Uh, the monsters were super scary. Not as fast scary, but scary scary. So, uh, I'm telling you, not every old movie is good, but anything that has been remade, obviously, has been remade for a reason. Death on the Nile, Murder on the Orient Express, fucking um, blanking my fucking list. <laughs> and number three, the other shit we've been talking about. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth, I'm sorry. And then, uh, oh, even Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy was a fucking British TV show and was a, an amazing movie. Like, I'm, I'm giving you gold right now. Like, fucking, all these all these are awesome. I, if you need a list of movies to go check out, Journey to the Center of the Earth, the original, Time Machine, the original, um, Planet of the Apes, I'm not so much into the originals, but they're worthy. Um, Murder in the Orient Express. Death of the Nile. I mean, these are all just just top line. I mean, Bruce Leroy, The Last Dragon. I was telling my girl about this the other day. Bruce Leroy catching bullets with his teeth? Please. That movie was the shit. If you like Bruce Lee, you're definitely going to like Bruce Leroy. That motherfucker was the jam. And I could tell you all about the the hidden actors in that movie that were you wouldn't know nothing about Ernie Reyes Jr. and even his dad Ernie Reyes Sr. was one of the the stuntmen in that movie. So if y'all don't know who they are, catch up on your history, boys. These are the people that make our karate movies. If you don't know who Ernie Reyes Sr. is, learn, fucking learn, be better. <laughs> How's it going, everybody? I just want to talk to you today about uh, SwiftLifestyles.com. SwiftLifestyles.com uh, is offering 15% off to all my customers, all my listeners, everybody out there. If you hear my voice, you're getting 15% off the entire website uh, using promo code STEAL67, like you're stealing something, 67. That is the promo code to get yourself 15% off. Now, what that website is going to give you, they have drinks that will help you react, focus, and energize. They have vitamins for your brain, good for boosting. They come in pill and gummy form. They also have gear, clothing, t-shirts, I mean, hoodies, whatever you need, you name it, they got it. Shakers, they'll hook you up for your protein shakes. They got three different sizes for that, so you don't always have to have a huge shake if you want something small. Not too bad. Uh, the drinks are non-chalky, and they have no weird flavor residue at the end, which is amazing. I've been using them for quite a while. Uh, I'm a very intense gamer. I like to stay up all night, and I need something that's going to kind of get me there. Also, when I like to go to the gym, it's a good pre-workout. You get that uh, first little drink, and you get the blue raspberry, and you're golden. Uh, but anyways, we'll go ahead and let you try out that promo code STEEL67. 
at swiftlifestyles.com. Go ahead and get you that 15% off, and we'll catch you later. All right, all right. Welcome back from the break. Hope y'all didn't skip that commercial, that Swift Lifestyles. Y'all need to get that shit. I'm telling you right now. Hate to hit you with double commercials, but that Swift Lifestyles is legit. I got that. Uh, flavor is this? Blue raspberry, I believe. Blue sour stripe. Strip. Oh, it's the sour straws. Fuck yeah. It's the blue raspberry sour straw strips. They fucking slam. I didn't know that's what it was. I was wondering why I knew the smell. But, yeah, get on that Swift Lifestyles. Y'all missed it last month. February, they did, for my followers, they did 35% off for the whole fucking month, which is ridiculous. They're still doing 15% off. So, not to double hit you on commercials, but check it out, boy. Steel 67. Get that shit. Um, I guess uh, I want to have a little conversation with y'all about... Um, uh, so I was listening to a podcast today. It's it's a murder mystery podcast. They were they were talking about a specific story. I don't want to get into names or super big details. I'll I'll give you the gist of the story, but what I want to discuss is what came of it. So the story vaguely is basically there is a child predator. Uh, there was a man living across the street in a trailer park. He had a big family with him. He was the brother. Just a member of the family, no big deal. He kidnapped across the street from him. Uh, he he went in at night while everyone was asleep, kidnapped a nine-year-old girl, um, took her back to his room in his trailer with his like eight members of family and proceeded to do whatever. I don't want to get into the detail because I'm, I'm still angry about it right now. Um, proceeded to do whatever. Um it's a fucked up story. Cops came, interviewed all them. She's in the closet for three days, came in, searched the place. Supposedly, obviously they didn't because they didn't find her. Uh, she was there alive when the cops came to talk to him and to search the place. Managed to never speak to him because he hid well. But uh, but yeah, didn't find the girl. You know, it's so sad. I just want to keep getting I just want to get through it. Um, kept find, they couldn't find the girl. He does whatever whatever these sickos do with these the girl for three days. And then on the third day, he gets paranoid, puts her in two trash bags, digs a hole in the backyard, and buries her alive. So she died suffocating in trash bags under in a shallow grave. So horrible story. Um, the guy confesses after... These different things happen. It's it's a whole intertwining story. I, you can you can look into it. Um, I'll, I'll give you her name later when I talk to the reason I'm bringing this up or the conversation is. Um, but yeah, they catch the guy. He got life, uh, the death penalty. Actually, you know, uh, he confessed to it all. Uh, his confession got thrown out. It was it was. Uh, he asked for a lawyer. They didn't give him a lawyer. So basically, everything he said after that point was inadmissible. So his, he gave the whole confession, everything he did in great detail, which. I listened to, which is horrible because the way he described the things he did to her, um, <laughs> it's just, it's a nervous laugh. I'm sorry, but uh, will definitely haunt me for, for a while. Um, like I said, I'm still pretty angry about it, but 
I don't, I don't want to bring y'all down after all the, the good movie talk, but um, the reason I bring it up is because of this, um, this happened back in 2005. So because of this, laws started getting changed. They started tweaking things here and there. And they ended up coming up with this thing, this new law called Jessica's Law. So, all right, so I'm going to be quick about this. I'm going to give you just a quick, you know, name, location, where things happen so you can kind of understand. Um, so Jessica's Law comes from uh, a little girl, nine-year-old girl, Jessica Marie Lunsford. Um, she's from Florida. She was murdered in 2005 in February. Um, abducted from her home in the early morning on the 24th of 2005 by uh, John Cooey, which is a piece of shit, a 46-year-old convicted uh, sex offender who lived nearby. So the reason I bring this up, because it's an it's a interesting conversation, I wish somebody else was here to talk to me about it, because I, I would like to discuss it with somebody, because everybody's going to have a different, different uh, opinion of this. So the 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 conversation is this man um would never have been able to do this if Jessica's law would have been active beforehand now what Jessica's law basically is is the the quick version of it is basically any sex offender, any person that gets convicted or charged with a sex offense, like high-level sex offense, for the most part, they get these stupid four to seven years per offense or nine years per whatever. So they can rape a child and get nine years, be out, and just be on the sex offender registry and can commit again. Do it again, get seven, four to nine, whatever the case may be, and... and um, be out again and do it again. Like, so the, the whole Jessica's law is supposed to counteract repeat offenders. Cause this guy, Cooey, John Cooey that lived across the street that abducted her while she was sleeping with her grandparents in the house and her father gone and her dog couldn't hear anything because it happened to be the one night that it goes deep into its blankets and it can't hear anything. This is the protect dog and the dog, the guard dog. And the dog, once a week or something, hides so deep into the blankets it can't hear anything. So this man does these things. And he's a repeat offender. He had two other convictions in his past for allowing a child to fondle him and for showing his stuff to a child. All underage, prepubescent females. So he had a type. And you allow this monster to live across the street from a female where no one knows because of this. There is no re re repeat offender act. So this Jessica's law is supposed to be that act. It basically makes it to where the first time you do something, it's a life sentence. So they give you 25 years minimum. You do it again, 25 years minimum, 25 years. These are life sentences they're knocking. So it's supposed to deter these people, right? It's supposed to, if you tell me I rob this bank, I get five years, but if I kill everybody in the bank while robbing it, I get six years. Like, what's the difference? I could go in there, guns blazing, do what I need to do, grab the money and run. And the worst case is I get one more year. If that was the case, I'm just hypothetical. So that that's the case now 
is that these people are like they're they're discussing whether to use this law because they're still trying to get this law in all states. There's only, I think, 40 states that have adapted this law, if not less. And it's because the argument is like, cool, you make it to where every sex offender gets 25 years, right? For, for, for that. Cool. You're scaring them. You're, you're deterring them from wanting to be a sex offender because they're like, I- I'm screwed for the rest of my life if I do something. So, okay, that makes sense, right? So then you also have this other side of the fence where now plea deals are off the table. Because if it's a minimum 25 years, then that means no lawyer can go in there and offer a plea deal to a sex offender for lesser years to get the bigger fish. Because this is what we do here in America. I mean, it's probably what we do, everyone does in the world. But this is what America specifically does. We take a drug dealer, or in this case, a sex offender, off the street. And you find them with contraband, drugs, if it's a drug dealer, or kitty porn. You offer this man five to ten years. I'm sorry, you offer this man two to seven years instead of the five to ten could be facing if he gives up names of the people above him next to him anybody he knows where it came from whatever the case may be so that's a plea deal right we do these things because we believe that the drug dealer on the corner selling dime bags is not as dangerous as the cartel guy pulling the strings from the top so we will let the small fish go in hopes of getting the big fish. It's been done for years. It's the standards and practices of all cops. It's what we do. They have uh, confidential informants, you know, CIs. They have all these things. They have known pimps, drug dealers, prostitutes, all these things, known people committing crimes. And they let it slide, knowing that they're going to give them information to catch something better. So that's one of the arguments with Jessica's Law. That's the only thing that's – because. When you tell me on the surface, Jessica's law is this. Every sex offender gets 25 years flat. No less. Okay. Tell anybody in the world. Done. Dealy. Good to go. So then you wonder, why are there any questions? Why are there any pushbacks? Why are states fighting? This is an act that took place in 2007. And it is now 2022. And we still have a fourth of our states not willing to do this why is that and then that's the conversation i want to have the both sides of the fence are right yes they should all be put under the jail and never see the light of day again these guys that i know there's levels of sexual offense so i'll give you levels of punishment okay but the levels start at 25 years and then they just get worse okay but Then you have the problem of no plea deals. So you're never going to get to the bigger fish. So are you going to nip this in the bud ever if you're only dealing with small fish for the rest of your life? You're never going to get to the guys creating the porn. That's an issue. Other issue. If every person out there, like I said about robbing the bank earlier, if I'm a sex offender and I know that I'm getting 25 years for sorry the word, for raping a child because that's what Jessica's law is saying. But then you tell me that I could get 22 years for murder? 
which is the case sometimes. There's people premeditated murder that have gotten 18 years. Premeditated means you planned it, you bought the shit, you planned on cleaning things afterwards, you planned on disposing of the body. That is all planned. That is the worst kind of murder. And there's people that have gotten 18 years. And that is the argument against Jessica's law is that these guys know that. Know that I can go to jail for 25 years with Jessica's law for having sex with this child, or I can go to jail for 25 years risk the same amount of risk and murder the child and then up my chances of not going to jail. Cause if you murder the child, it's one less witness, it's less evidence. It's all this other stuff. Right? So a lot of the FBI and, and people like that, the reason they're pushing back on it, cause the, fe the feds have not agreed. This is not legal on the federal level. This is all on the state level. Uh, the reason the feds and things like that do not believe in it a hundred percent is because of both sides of the fence. And, and that's what I'm saying, like, the plea deals is a problem, and then the fact that they are in actual fear, their main argument is they are in fear of people murdering more kids. Like, they're, it, it's horrible to say, but there are thousands of kids probably out there, adults now, that have been victims of sexual, you know, misconduct, you know, sex offenders, family members, things like that. It's horrible to think of, but they're alive, right? They're alive, able to attempt to grow, attempt to be better, attempt to move on, attempt to contribute to society and and live a full life. But the argument the feds make with this Jessica's law is that these people are going to start killing all these kids. So now you're going to have all these sex victims, no longer victims, just murder victims. So they, it, it's tricky. That, that's why I wanted to bring it up. It's, it was an interesting thought. Uh, I'm sorry. It was so broad of a explanation, but the short and simple of it is, do you on one side want to give every sex offender 25 years? And then on the other side, you can't give a plea deal and you run the risk of every sex offended child being murdered like what what do you do like yeah i want to give every single one of them you know 90 years but some people get less just for committing an actual murder so it's like why why keep the child alive i mean some of these guys they're animals but at least the person gets to live a lot of these children that get stockholm syndrome and end up becoming the wife of this person it's a horrible like way to live and the way to get there was horrible but in the end she ends up being his wife and it's a normal life it's horrible but at least it's a normal life at that point if you do like i don't know how i feel about this because this the law on this is going to make it to where that's not going to be the stockholm syndrome probably wouldn't be a thing it's just going to be murder so I, I don't i don't know how i feel i just want to throw that out there to y'all uh, I don't know if y'all even know that's a thing, uh, Jessica's Law. It's it's interesting, though. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to hear from y'all. If, you know, give me a comment or anything. Let me know what you think. Uh, or, or if there's something I haven't even thought of in related to it. But that was the conversation. I thought it was pretty interesting. But sorry, I got the hiccups today. But, yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there, just kind of see what y'all thought. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to jump into some headlines. Uh, nothing too special. Let's just see what we got. All right. Well, where should we start? 
maybe the usual stuff, penis stuff. Y'all want some penis stuff? <laughs> oh man, uh, we'll stick to the sex theme, but uh, this time will be a little different. Um, I heard this one was pretty funny. It says uh, Tennessee woman had sex with nine high school students in exchange for vape pens. Now my question immediately. Well, first question is what she looked like. Obviously, I'm a guy. Second question is, if I was that student, what would I do? And judge from other picture, I know what I would do. You make your own judge. <laughs> but uh, no, my main, I'm kidding. My main question is, uh, what kind of vape pens? Like tobacco or marijuana? Because these kids are funny. If that's if that's all they wanted, like those are so easy to get. Like tobacco is hilarious, and they don't. No one smokes cigarettes anymore. Like that's all we used to smoke cigarettes. But <laughs> residents of a Tennessee town are expressing outrage. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Let's go and out this lady. Um, Melissa Blair, 38, was arrested on Tuesday, February 15th, and charged with 18 counts. So this was last month. 18 counts. Jesus, it said nine students though. See, charged with 18 counts of statutory rape, four counts of human trafficking by patronizing prostitution. What the fuck is patronizing? Patronizing or patronizing? How do you say it? Potato, potato, right? Uh, trafficking, patronizing prostitution, solicitation of a minor. I know what that means. Forfeiture of personal property. What? Forfeiture? They charged her? Forfeiture of human of personal property for giving away the vape pens? They must have been tobacco. Because otherwise they would have gave her solicitation of drugs or something like that or distribution. I mean, she would have got drug dealer charges, basically. But uh, she didn't, so obviously it wasn't. But um, wow. Let's see what else we got here. Says there's at least nine confirmed male victims with incidents occurring from spring 2020 to late 2021 from students at McMinn Central High School in the town of Inglewood. Where was this? I'm sorry. Let me let me look back. I'm so stupid. Tennessee, Inglewood, Tennessee. I've never heard of it. Um, says parents told the news channel that Blair reached out to her victims, all whom were between the ages of 14 and 17, and offered them items such as vape pens in exchange for sex. Wow, so she actively went at them. Uh, authorities said they believe they may there may be more victims. Police began investigating Blair after the school district received an anonymous letter. <sighs> Who wrote the letter, bro? Y'all are such haters. <laughs> I... I'm sorry, I get mad because as a teenage boy, that's your dream. You kidding me? You know how many hot teachers I had, and I wish they would have offered me. I would have paid them. She wouldn't have had to pay me. You kidding me? Like this is like every every teenage boy's dream is to sleep with their teacher. So it's like I understand the whole taking advantage of, but this is before you get into the predator version of the conversation. I'm just saying. From the child's perspective, or it's not even a child, it's a teenager. That's damn near a man. When you're 17, you're so freaking horned up. You'd, <laughs> you'd have sex with anything. Uh, what would my old girl say? Uh, what'd she tell me? You'd have sex with anything with a heartbeat. <laughs> oh, man. 
Let's see what else we got. Uh, they believe there's more victims. I'm sure there are. You got to figure out how many schools she worked at. Uh, let's see. She's not a teacher or employee for the district, but was involved in school's booster club. She had a child in the school system that has transferred. Hold on. What? She's not even a teacher. Oh, see, this is the problem when you read things too fast. I'm a big speed reader, and this is where I fucked up. It says Tennessee woman. Second fucking word. Woman. Doesn't say teacher. Why did I assume it was a teacher? Oh, this changes things. So how the fuck? She was just randomly walking up to kids. Like, here's the vape pen. You want to stick it in my hole? <laughs> how does this work? It had to be kid. The, her kids' friends. Like, this is crazy. I, I, didn't even, I didn't know that. I thought she was a teacher. Well, this changes things. Now, it, okay. I take back. I almost need to re- record all this i take back all my previous opinions this is a predator i apologize i thought this was a teacher yes this is a predator throw her under the jail give her the 25 years i had no idea when i read this story it was going to coincide with what i what i talked about earlier but uh yeah give her the give her the the jessica's law i'm cool with that uh i'm such an asshole <laughs> when it comes to women and men i'm such a sexist when it comes to to punishment like I wouldn't punish her as bad as I would the other guy. Like, it's fucked up to say, but it's just, I don't know. <laughs> if she was a teacher, I would have better answers. I would say she's doing a service. Like, come on. I'm telling you, every <laughs> I couldn't tell you how many women when I was a teenager, I wish I could have slept with her. You kidding me, bro? That's all me and my friends ever talked about. So it's hard for me to want to throw her under the bus, but because uh, it was not aggressive. But coercion is coercion. Uh, it was a, it's a, it's an older person talking to a younger person that doesn't have as de developed of a, of a brain. I mean, that is the whole problem. So, I understand it, it is an issue, and it was all like I put it on a pedestal when I thought I was a teacher, but now that's just a mother, uh, a fellow student's mother. Like that's crazy. Like I had a friend that slept with one of my friend's mothers, so it's like to me, it's not weird, but that's weird the single situation isn't weird but what this lady's doing is crazy like uh i totally thought it was a teacher i'm, I'm still dumbfounded like i'm like i almost need to re-record because i was so on her side <laughs> until i realized it wasn't a teacher then i was like ah this is just some lady trying to fuck little boys like get her out of here uh it says people focus mostly on the perpetrator they don't realize how it dev devastates the family, how the families are at home, and we don't know what to do next. I have no idea how to go forward with this. <sighs> I don't know, guys. It's I'm a guy, so I know all the girls out there are going to hate me for what I'm saying or what I've said. But I'm a guy. Every guy wishes they could sleep with a hot older woman as a, as a teenager. I'm sorry. Like, that's bragging rights. Like... This is talking about the devastation to the family. Yeah, to maybe the mother, but I guarantee the dad is probably fist bumping his son. You kidding me? And then I guarantee the son doesn't care. He had sex with a fucking older woman. He's going to be bragging that for the rest of his life. It, it was not aggressive. It wasn't like if she if it was forcible rape, like aggressive rape, like, OK, that is fucked up. But they had enjoyable sex with a hot older woman as a teenager. Like, that is the dream as a teenage boy. Like, that – I still dream about – like, I wish my, my 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 childhood was better. Like, <laughs> I wish my teachers would have been like that. I had friends 
I, I had friends that were sleeping with their, their babysitters, their, you know, I had a friend that when we were 16 was sleeping with a, you know, 20 some year old woman. Like that's just, it sounds gross when you say it now, me being an adult saying it, it's very gross and icky to, to think of and remember. But in the moment, as a 17-year-old kid sleeping with a, or whatever age, sleeping with an older woman, I mean, that's the goal. That's the dream. Like, you've, <laughs> like, you're the pimp. You know what I mean? That's all, that's just bragging rights. But it's so fucking, fucking crazy. Like, what is this woman doing? Like, I don't even understand. <laughs> I still thought she was a teacher. I'm so, <laughs> I'm so shocked. Oh, man. Blair is currently out on a $100,000 bond. That's it, hundred grand. So she paid. I don't know if y'all know how bond works. When you bail out of something, if it says she got out on a hundred thousand dollar bond, she paid ten. So you basically drop a zero off of whatever the bond is. So when you hear in like Law and Order or whatever, and they're like two million dollar bond for this rich guy to get out, it's only two hundred grand is all he's bonding out. It's ten. It's ten percent. So she paid ten grand. Basically, or didn't pay. She got a loan or a bondsman to bail her out for ten grand. So. Really, sex offenders back out there now. And I guarantee they didn't even give her any of the sex offender status. They probably just told her, excuse me. They were like, you're free. Just stay away from kids. Like, no, she should have an ankle bracelet. She should be monitored. She should be probably in jail till she's convicted. There shouldn't be bail for sex offenders. I'm sorry. There should not be bail. I mean, there just shouldn't be. Like, what are we doing? What the fuck are we doing here? So, yeah. um, Yeah, this is just too new uh there's no I, I didn't realize this just happened when i was hearing about this i uh, i thought this was old most of the stuff i cover is old but yeah interesting stuff uh it's one more thing just to kind of get on your brain um i did not mean to to cover a predator after a whole conversation about predators but i guess life works out like that but <laughs> let me read some quick comments here there's uh, 18 comments here Anonymous says, fear women, zero. Okay. Another commenter says, too many sick people on this planet. Okay. Another one says, hell. Okay. I guess that's where she needs to go. See, this one says, women are just as evil and what they say, hold on, evil as what they say men are. If women were the ones God gave strength and control, men would forever suffer. But God in his infinite wisdom put them below men. But the devil has come again to deceive them and sell the wrong idea again to them. Just like the devil deceived Eve. What the fuck? Do we need a scripture? Just give your comment and move on, you fuck. And of course you put anonymous, you weak bitch. God. Says (laughs) next anonymous. These are all anonymous. Anonymous number three. She fucked them well and good and no one complained. Now they want to prosecute her for being generous with her pussy. Jesus, I need to proofread these. That was aggressive. I don't even like saying that word. It's like saying moist. All right, anonymous number four. I see them plug teeth on the woman. How about them boys? 14-year-old white boys look like 30-year-old African man most times. Six foot and always a bully. What? It says 14-year-old white boys look like 30-year-old African men. Six feet and a bully. What the fuck does that mean? What the fuck does that mean? I don't even understand that. All right. Anonymous number four, you're retarded. Excuse my language. You're stupid. Remedial. Peanut butter falcon. All right. Anonymous number five. Why would anyone follow you on Twitter? You're lengthy right 
<laughs> so he's bitching about the person ahead of me. I haven't read. There's someone wrote a huge thing, and I'm debating on reading it because I am. It's so much. Um, this one says uh, all Christians are perverts. It's the religion. What? Who said she was a Christian? What? Oh, I didn't realize. Is this a Christian academy she's at? Y'all are reading too deep into this bullshit. I love re- I love social media. Y'all are so bullshitty. Uh, this one says, I pity her to get a man is not easy. Get out of here. So easy. Uh, this crime is the worst I have heard of. Heard of a teacher. Over nine students. Women like to cover up the crime they commit or blame someone. Okay. She's not a teacher. She knows see people like me that are secretive. What the fuck are you saying? Sick Piedo. All right. That's in Spanish. Witchcraft to see. Witchcraft to see. Witchcraft to see. That's not a word. Witch, witchcraft to see. But all satanic people are the same. Dog or pre reprobate or witchcraft. None of my. What? What is wrong with people? I don't even know what they're saying sometimes. All right. Last one. I'm going to read this long one to you. Uh, let's see. If it was a man that did the same, they will say he raped them, he sexually harassed, he violently had sex with them, but a woman did it, they said she had sex with them. Facts. I have said it several times, the media downplays the rape crime and other crime of women. Most of of the news of women, the media down uh, killing children and men is far more than men killing anyone. So that makes you think the women are not violent and carry out rape. It's interesting. I'm not going to read the rest of this because I know where they're going. Uh, I see words in here like manipulation, abortion, dump babies. What the fuck is wrong with this person? I'm not reading this. But it brought up an interesting fact. There is this whole stigma. In, and as you were listening, I'm part of it. That hot women sexually assaulting teenage boys is a dream for the boy. And any man is sec- sexually assaulting any child is needs his dick cut off. And I'm not alone. I mean, that's a lot of people. They, they, they downplay women's roles in sex crimes. So I've seen it's all high. I mean, you see on law and order and uh first 48 and things like that. You see situations where men are abusing children and there's a woman involved and then she gets a lesser role because she is looked at as the victim and sometimes she ends up being the ringleader or the mafioso or the the cartel uh, sicario or whatever's going on so you got to delve a little deeper and and it's funny reading this uh it hit it hit me kind of hard because he's right uh as i was saying in the beginning i heard it was a it was a hot blonde teacher having sex with teenage boys it, for me that was my dream i mean I, I wish i was those boys you know back then um but then you have an honest thought about it and you're like yeah she it's she's just as bad as a dude doing it but we don't have the stigma on women because we don't believe they're being we believe they do violent crimes but not sexual violent crimes um, uh, one more thing before we get out of here, uh, talking about sexual violent crime. Um, there was another show I was watching. This is all hypotheticals, but it's all loosely based on real stuff. But in this one, it was basically a man. 
he was hired as a stripper, kind of low-key stripper for a bachelorette party. These were all high-powered women, like high-level lawyers, politicians. Uh, it was three women, I believe. They paid the man to come. He stripped, did whatever you know he did for the bachelorette party or whatever this party was. They tied him down, and uh, and and raped him. So that that's another conversation. Is like, how did they rape him? Because he would have to get. An, ere- an erection or a boner for sex. They So when I said rape, they didn't penetrate him. They used his penis to have sex with them, but they forced him to do it. They tied him down, got him hard, and then rode him and traded and, mo- and switched and did this all night, which saying it, unless they're bridge trolls, I'm still one-sided. Because I don't see the problem. If three hot chicks tie you down and against your will have sex with you, if you're not a gay man, it's hard for me. I know I'm getting so much, I'm glad I'm not popular or not famous because this would get so much trouble. But I just I don't see the problem for me if a woman sexually assaulted me if she's hot. Being hot is the big key. And when I say sexually assaulting, I mean normal consent, like normal sex. Of course, I don't want anybody penetrating me, <laughs> but uh, just normal stuff. I, I, I feel like I, it's, it's hard to see the problem because it's it's every guy's dream. Every guy walks around all day, every day, wishing they could sleep with every chick that's hot. So when one comes up to you and, and forces himself on you, it's which has never happened in the history of men. I've never known any man that's ever had that happen in their life. So that's why this is so hard to believe when it does happen is you, you don't believe men. You're like, how, how did the guy get raped by those three women? If he wasn't into it, how'd he get a boner? But it's, it's been proven with a lot of rape victims. I'm so sorry to, to keep using these words and to have such a dark conversation, but arousal is a thing with, with, with rape victims, male or female, I mean, women have been known to have to climax during a rape. Men have gotten boners while being sexually assaulted. Them penetrating or being penetrated. It's just your body reacts how your body reacts. It doesn't mentally know you're being violated. So uh, I don't know where I was leading. I don't know how I got here, but it's just an interesting conversation. And it's you guys were literally here with me as I had this epiphany, which I had never really thought about before that. Yeah. The women, women can be just as bad. I've seen, like I said, it's, I've, I've seen on a lot of first 48, a lot of different shows. I've seen, you know, women running the brothels and being like the iron fist, like killing their girls for not being good at their jobs. So it's like, it's so crazy out there. I think it's, it, very eye-opening um i don't know where i was leading with all this it's just interesting conversation this kind of stuff is just i just like talking about stuff things that things that upset people things that piss people off things you don't ever think about i just like to talk about them there's there's no there's no angle there's no malice there's no nothing it's literally just i just enjoy a conversation so 
Email me if you have something to say. Uh, comment if you have something to say. Uh, be nice. Be mean. Be hateful. Be cool. I really don't care. I appreciate it all. A comment's a comment. You know, uh, infamy lasts a lot longer than fame. So i tell you that. There's, you know, the monsters of the world will last in the history books much longer than any, than Justin Bieber. So let's just say. But yeah, comment. Holler at your boy. Uh, I'll be here next week. Thanks for y'all sticking around. Episode 8 is in the bag. Let's go. This is Fluid and Dummy. See y'all later. Deuces. Deuces.